Well, good evening and welcome back to the Red Dirt Golf Hour. Friends, Jared Gallagher, Spencer Drury, and TJ Eckert with you here this evening. Boys, how are we doing? Masters week. Masters week. So excited. Doesn't get any better than that. Greatest week of the year. Love it so much. In fact, we love it so much that we're coming out with a special edition Masters podcast on the Franchise Podcast Network. You can check that out. Um, we'll be sure to tweet out that link and, and put it on all the social medias and everything like that. But be sure to check that one out on the, the Franchise Podcast Network. Picks will be on there, full yep. Masters preview. And then Jared also doing a pool for our listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can get all those details over there. Um, boys, the first cut this week, a lot of golf happening this weekend. We had the Valero Texas Open. We had a live tournament in Orlando at Orange County National. Um, we had the ANWA, the Augusta National Women's Amateur. A lot of stuff going on in the world of golf leading up to Masters Week. Yeah, there was a bunch. Uh, obviously, Corey Connors winning at the Valero. Second time he's won there. The last Monday qualifier to win when he won in 2019. They showed his wife a lot. They showed his wife a lot in 19. They showed her a lot again. That was, uh, you know, normally we get the family shots. They gave yeah. a lot of family shots to Corey Connors. I don't know if they just love that family or or what it is. Brooks Kepka won there in Orlando, the live event. That was that was nice to see. I don't know how you guys feel about Brooks. I think the I think the full swing documentary maybe soured more people on Brooks, which is fine. Uh, but you know, he comes in and wins and has form going into Augusta National, so that was good. Yeah. Um, Says good he's finally healthy. So. Um, that'll be, you know, I know he's had some lingering things going on. And so it'll be interesting to see how Brooks, uh, does in Augusta as the live tour and the PGA tour come together for really the first time, uh, since they split. So that'll be, uh, interesting. Do want to mention Sam Stevens from Oklahoma state university, um, having a great week at the Valero, Texas open, not able to punch his ticket to Augusta, but man, he got close. So close. So great to see. Always good to see some of those guys that have ties uh, to this great state having success at the next level. It's even more miraculous to see a guy that was essentially a six bag on the 2018 OSU national championship team to see someone that couldn't even crack the top five have poor success shows how deep that team was and a true testament to what a good player he really actually is. Finished solo second, only lost by a shot. And the best part about it, guys, was on the back nine on Sunday when he knew the Masters was on the line and his first PJ Tour win, lots of things, he hit a bunch of really good shots. Just a couple putts that didn't end up falling. But it wasn't – he didn't lose it. Corey Connors right. ended up winning it because he had the advantage. But Sam Stevens played some really good golf down the stretch in his back-to-back -back tournaments now. And, and even, what, four of his last seven tournaments, I think he's got the top 15. So he's wow. playing really well. Doing really, really well. And it, it's hard – to swallow that pill, right? When you're playing so well and you're coming into that kind of form, um, you'd really like to see him with an opportunity to play at the Masters. But um, yeah, congratulations to Sam Stevens. Um, University of Oklahoma, those boys won. Um, they are rolling right along this spring season at TPC Harding Park. What was that tournament called, TJ? Uh, they called it the Goodwin, I believe. And I'm not the sure Goodwin. if there's not a, not a player or a, or a person affiliated with the tournament that it was named after. I'm not sure. But yeah, OU wins that tournament and uh, Ben Lorenz wins as the individual champion. So OU sweeps out there at TPC Harding Park. And I know we're kind of up against it. We're going to talk to a pretty decent Sooner fan coming up in the, in the next, whatever, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, big uh, former Oklahoma golfer. 
and Los Angeles Dodgers super fan as well. Kerry Cosby, <laughs> the director of golf at Southern Hills. He's coming up um, in just a few minutes. Quickly, I wanted to say also congratulations to Lily Thomas, University of Tulsa, winning yeah. the individual at the Bruzzy, Dornick Hills this weekend. I think North Texas took the team title, uh, but Lily Thomas getting it done individually. And speaking of women's golf, guys, I don't know if you caught any of the ANWA this week. Oh. Bo Zhang, holy smokes, she is unbelievable. I mean, the hype around her is real, and she gets it done. <laughs> Alan Shipnuck, I think, said that they should let her in to the actual Masters. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far, uh, but still still impressive. Impressive that she built a big lead, but uh, blows the lead, has to go to a playoff and wins. Uh, Rosang is pretty impressive. That, they, they call that the, the grand slam of amateur golf for women now, adding that in to the Augusta National Women's Amateur. So some people are saying it. I don't think everybody is. But so. Yeah. It, it's it's being said by some people. I don't know that I'm ready. I mean, it's only been around for like four years now, so I don't know if I'm ready to, to go that far. But I mean, the drive, chip and putt has been around for twice as long as the ANWA. So um, but yeah, uh, a lot of golf happening. Spencer, any thoughts on what happened this weekend or what you're excited about for the Masters? Well, I will admit I my my golf watching this weekend was was fairly minimal. I was out in Big Cedar Country playing uh, some really horrendous golf at Buffalo Ridge, Ozark National, and Payne's Valley. Did play the Tiger Tees, uh, and I did win my match. I went 3-0 and on the week, took hey. home the trophy. There you go. So uh, that was great. But um, I think my only thoughts kind of around uh, this weekend of golf and, and the week that we have ahead is how much I'm just really enjoying seeing Augusta and the Masters blow out kind of the entire the entire event where they're doing the ea sports stuff they're doing the women's events they're doing the drive drive chip and putt uh all leading up to the quote-unquote main event of uh, of the masters and it's, it's it's just fun to see it's great it it builds excitement um the valero um you know kind of going back to that it's always one of my favorite events every year because i know that it means that the masters is right next yep. and so um it's never one that i uh, i'm just dialed in watching every swing but it's always exciting when you see that pop up on the schedule knowing that the masters is right around the corner and then you start seeing all the other events that they've they've been putting out it's it's been fun builds excitement um it was a good week. Obviously, I didn't get to watch near enough as I probably should have as someone that is on the radio talking about golf. Um, but if anyone wants to know my thoughts on Big Cedar Country, I'm happy to provide those. <laughs> and with all respects and apologies to the Valero Texas Open, I did um, spend my time watching the Augusta National Women's Amateur and the drive chip and putt this weekend. But guys, um, we need to get in a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by the director of golf at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Kerry Cosby. He's coming up after this break on the Red Dirt Golf Hour right here on the franchise. Welcome back inside the Red Dirt Golf Hour. We're so excited to have with us for the first time 2016 PGA Professional of the Year, 2021 Senior PGA Championship competitor, and LA Dodgers super fan, Kerry Cosby, <laughs> Director of Golf at Southern Hills Country Club. Kerry, how's it going today? Great. It's always good to be around you, Big Red. The uh, That voice, <laughs> man, just... I'm <laughs> It's a, it's a voice for radio. That's for sure. Yeah, it's no doubt that joke, that joke's been made a couple of times already in, in four episodes on this show. So yeah, yeah, I every time. I think it's, it's <laughs> well, 
Well, Carrie, for those uh, uh, for those of our listeners that don't know, you come from what probably is or should be considered at least what I would consider the first family of golf in Oklahoma. Can you tell us a little bit about your family and how you got into the game of golf? How your your upbringing? Sure, sure. Uh, my my dad Jerry was the longtime club professional at Hillcrest Country Club in Bartlesville. Uh, my mom and and he moved uh, and moved here in 1969. From Oak Hills in San Antonio, and my brothers. I have two brothers, Craig and Chance. Uh, so we all three were raised basically at Hillcrest and in Bartlesville and around the game, of course. Uh, when my dad was an assistant, I was born in San Antonio. Uh, Oak Hills used to host the Texas um, Open on the PJ Tour, and the, the hospital I was born into actually butted up to the practice area. So Wow. Literally born right next to it, right next to the golf course. So my, my brothers and I, my whole family's been involved with the game. It's, you know, it's intertwined through our, it's, you know, our life. Uh, that's for sure. And, and, uh, we all grew up playing other sports, but, but golf was the, was the main, uh, you know, the main one for us. And we all ended up playing golf in college. And, and then we are all three in, in various parts of the business. Uh, Craig is a uh, works for ping and he runs a territory for them. He lives in Kansas city. Chance used to work for Ping, uh, ran their tour department for a number of years, and then moved over. and He he runs the he's the executive director of the of the uh, Thunderbirds, the guys that runs the that run the, uh, the Phoenix Open waste management that big party. Yeah, and he's he's probably the most famous of the Cosby uh, family. Is that his, right? His his uh, his Instagram fame now with his cooking with three pieces of pecan is has uh, taken off. It's incredible, and uh, you know. Our mom is is a is a great great. Uh, she's basically a chef, and uh, we're we're fortunate to grow up in a house like that. So we always had uh, plenty of food on the table for us to eat. But Chance just started a couple, a little over two years ago, with one one of his sons, just kind of messing around doing some videos on TikTok. And next thing you know, uh, you know, he's got a million plus followers, and and uh, it's it's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's uh, he's the mayor out there is what we call him. Cause when you. Growing up in Oklahoma and being around a, a golf professional dad was mm-hmm. Southern Hills. Did you ever view that growing up as like a dream course, dream job? Like, did, did you have like that as an aspiration to achieve? Did you have a, I don't, you probably didn't have a course in mind, but I would imagine growing up in Northeast Oklahoma, Southern Hills was kind of like the pinnacle for you. So is this kind of like well, your dream job? Yeah, well, it is, it is, it is now. And it, and it was when I decided, you know, when I was going kind of figure my career and what I was going to do, you know, Southern Hills, uh, my first time to ever go to any kind of professional sporting event, not just golf, uh, was the 77 U S open. I was eight Mm. and came, came here with my dad and he brought, let me bring a couple of buddies. And so that was my first time at any kind of event, but also the first time at Southern Hills. So Southern Hills to me is, like you said, is the pinnacle of golf in, in this part. In, in you know, my mind, it's, it's one of the it, it, cathedrals of the game. And it, it's not my mind. It's in everybody's mind. It's, it is. It's one of the special places in the game around the world. And uh, so growing up in this part of the world, I, I wanted to play, right? So I went, I went to school to play and, and, and went to want to go play the tour and do all those things like anybody sure. going to college does. And, and, uh, but when I got out of was playing a little bit and I went to work. I worked at Oak Tree Golf Club at the time, now Oak Tree National, uh, for a couple of seasons there and then had an opportunity to come work as an assistant here. Uh, I was here for five years and, and you know, that's kind of during the time I was like, yeah, if I ever get a chance, I, I hope they'll let me come back. And, and obviously a, a coveted position, but I left uh, here in 2000. I went to Wichita Country Club 
uh, in Kansas, a really cool um, 1900, established 1900 club. Uh, very, very neat. Uh, great membership, great course, great club. It was there for 14 plus years and then uh, fortunate to come back here in 2014. So, uh, it, yeah, this I said this a few times. It's kind of my Yankees job, even the saying that as a Dodgers fan, uh, you know, Yankees, you know, has to be kind of considered the uh, the best sport organization of any of any uh, out there. So um, I, I've said that before and I, I, I feel that even more so today. Well, Kerry, one of the things that has been very impactful over the last couple of years is obviously the major championships that have made their way through Southern with right. the senior PGA followed by the the uh, PGA Championship last year. Walk us through the last three years of your life. It's been uh, a whirlwind, <laughs> I presume. Obviously, the PGA Championship was a bit short notice. Uh, right. We had the luxury, I say we as uh, fellow Oklahoman, of having Brian Carnes here in Tulsa working the senior PGA. Were you texting him about every five minutes, you know, through the selection process of the next PGA Championship location or uh, kind of walk through that process and give us a – a uh, little pill look behind the curtain on that you, you bet well 20 you know, 2017 was the last year that we had kind of a full 12 months at the club because in 2018 we closed in august to do the project the restoration project with gil hans and jim wagner opened back up june 1st so we had kind of a compressed year in 18 a compressed year in 19 covid year obviously hits but don't need to talk about all that but that that, that threw things in um into the air as well and then we knew the 21 senior was coming. And then Brian uh, and his team came down from Oak Hill and Rochester from the senior PGA 19 to here. Uh, and when everything happened with uh, the Trump Bedminster course and January 6th stuff, there was a, a very orchestrated pitch from, from Southern Hills to the PGA. It, it was not to Brian. It was probably to Kerry Haig through Nick and our tournament tradition committee uh, chairs. Basically, uh, I, I don't think I'm speaking on a term. In you know January seventh that morning, they basically got every chairperson for all the various committees, which there is a bunch. Um, all committed, the ones who were doing twenty one, all committed to do twenty two. Those guys went out and got uh, commitments corporately for hospitality for all the chalets, and of course, having Brian and his team on the ground, relationships already going with uh, with the city, fire, and you know all the all the things you need to do. We felt like we were uh, an easy pick. Uh, and and the right pick when that all happened, but I, I think there were close to thirty clubs that threw their hat in the ring uh, for to host the PGA on short order like that. We were the most most prepared in our mind just because of excuse me all the things that were already going on here for the twenty one senior, and so we just had that we just rolled right from twenty one right into twenty two. So we had weekly meetings, and and as, as you guys know, anything of that magnitude, it's it's uh, there's so many people out front and behind the scenes and everywhere in between that are doing things to make things happen. And, and all of us that work here and all of, all of PGA folks, you know, that's, that's what we do. But the, I think the really special thing, especially when you, when you consider the impact on, on Tulsa and the state of Oklahoma is all the volunteering done by our members and the, and the, and the golf community in Oklahoma that, that made this all happen because they're the ones that really, you know, make it, yeah, we can we can say all we want, but that those people that volunteered and did all that is really cool. And you know the bond between your members that you uh, that you see every morning at five a.m. when you're pulling in, like on Championship Week. You know those those are cool things to to share. The see the people that are working with the caddies and people that are working with with the uh, you know entrance and EMS and all those things. And and um, 
it, it, there's a real relationship that's 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 uh, grown during that week of just being in the, in the trenches together. You know, I know the the burden on the club when when any club hosts a, a major event like that. Obviously, there's you're taking the club away or the course away from the membership for a good period of time, uh, and it's easy for me to say, but I mean, at the club and, and what it did for the city is way more important than the inconvenience in my in my personal opinion right it's almost like a responsibility that that southern hills has to do this every 10 to 12 years whenever the whenever it's it's going to happen but historically it's been every 10 to 12 years and that responsibility to make an impact on the community like that financially exposure wise uh, the game of golf wise, all, all of those things are really, really important. And it, it's cool to be a part of it uh, for sure. And it's a cool to be a, a very small piece of, of Southern Hills history. Got to imagine the reaction from outside people was pretty positive of, of the venue of the hosting from you guys. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't just keep it with just the course. I mean, the golf course, the, the work that, that Gil and Jim did and, and, and need to throw Russ in there too. And really remarkable what, what uh, what those guys achieved and we did that in 10 months it's really it's crazy when i saw the schedule like no chance we're going to do that and then but they you know we were early uh so uh, other than other than uh pat and desire i think everybody uh everybody <laughs> loved, the, oh, loved the golf course so the uh uh but it, it was it was very well received and the tv the talk on on going back and watching it after the week after was was a lot of fun but the town really showed well versus think of 07. I mean, if you think of just take downtown uh, in 07 versus now, yeah, mm. uh, think you know, think of even the the build out and just the more uh, depth of Brookside and Cherry Street and some of the areas there that are really kind of blossomed and and that are really cool and kind of hip areas. So when all the when the world comes in to watch this to to see that versus what we what we had in 07. Now, of course, we're all fans of of Oklahoma and, and Tulsa, but, um, it, it, it definitely, it was a good, good week for, for all of us here in, in the state we all love. And yeah, I want to go back to Russ for, for a minute, Carrie, because, yeah. you know, you've got a guy who, and, and you talk about how well received everything was. I mean, yeah, there were, there were a cut, you know, you talk about Pat Kazire, you talk about, you know, the bunkers were, were too right, much of a right. hazard, which is ridiculous, yeah. you know, all of this right. stuff. But, but when you look at a guy like Russ Myers, you're looking at a guy who has experience, not only at Southern Hills, but at LA country club at Augusta national golf club, uh, at right. the ocean reef club. I mean, he is, he's about as heavy hitter as they come right in the, in the game of no, golf course superintendents. He is a special, special dude. I mean, he's really, really smart. He's really, he, he thinks way out of the box. Uh, he, he, I mean, he's obviously great at what he does. One of the things I really, really respect about Russ, and I probably would say it to him, uh, I'm just kidding. He's, he's a, we're, we're close. We have vastly different personalities, but uh, one of the things I love about him and really think, admire, and I think it's a great lesson for anybody out there, is that he seeks a lot of counsel from people that he trusts. He makes his own decisions, and, I, and I'll use the example of uh, everybody remembers the really brutal winter uh, in February, whenever that was, that, that cold spell for like right. two or three weeks hit before the 21 senior. Uh, I watched him without him knowing I was I'm just observing him. You know, he had uh, people coming in. He had, he had uh, agronomists coming in from, I think, from Texas A&M or from K-State or from OSU, or he had superintendents that he trusted. He had all kinds of people coming in to look at things and, and get opinions. He was seeking 
counsel so he could make the best decision for the club, which was, and I think Jeremy Dobson, uh, you know, the, the late superintendent at, at the Patriot, just to, they were very close friends. Right. He's the one that kind of got him over the edge to feel comfortable to go ahead and let's just, let's just cut bait and sod this area. And, um, uh, and so he, he's, he's a guy that, and it's not just, I just use that as an example, but he does that all the time. And he really values the, he, he knows he has a circle of friends of people that he trusts. And I think that's admirable for, you know, a guy that's at his stature that, Oh, I don't know. You know, you don't have to know everything, but you, he has access to know everything. And he's a, he's a real, um, you know, inquisitive learner. His, his, uh, his IQ from that standpoint is just, uh, is really, really cool. So he's, he's a, as heavy as they get, he's connecting with all the best in the world. He's looked at one of the best in the world and, um, it's, it's a blast to work with him on a daily basis. So do you think, uh, I don't, I don't know what the answer is and you may not know the answer either, but membership, are they on board with trying to get another major back here to Tulsa? You think that's something that they would be interested in doing? And I guess, I guess it's up to you guys too, if you want to do it as well. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, obviously people every once in a while, I don't care about the tournament, but I mean, we kind of do. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, source of pride for the club and the history that it has in the game. When, when you walk through the hallways of, of our, our history hall or our founders hall, and you see the, the impact that we've had on the game and the, and the, every one of the greats other than maybe Bobby Jones have played here. And so and played here in a competitive tournament. So that those those are neat things. Uh, so I, I I I would guess that that uh, we would we'd love to host another one. And it seems like that you know the uh, the the dates keep getting pushed further and further out by by uh, by the associations. Almost in an arms race a little bit, but um, we certainly show well. You know, next year we have the women's U.S. Amateur in early August, it'd be one heck of event and, and, and a really cool event. Cause you're going to see a lot more golf than you can see uh, if you're out just for the PGA. Cause you know, they have ropes around the tees and around the greens, but you're going to be able to get out and walk and watch the best amateurs in the world who are a lot of them going to turn professional and be the best, you know, professionals in the game. So that's going to be fun. But it's uh, from a, from a, you know, a major championship, like the, the major impact, like a U.S. Open or PGA championship, you know, I personally hope we do. And I, I think the, I think the club is very, as a whole, I think they're very proud of our, our golf history and uh, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't do it. And again, it's easy for me to say, but I, I do think that we have a little bit of responsibility knowing that we can impact the city of Tulsa, unlike any other event that we'll ever have here. So it's not, there's not anything that the Olympics aren't coming here. Right, the Super Bowl is not coming here. Uh, the World Series isn't coming here. So none of any of those big events are not not going to be here. So th- this this is a, a chance for for us to really do some cool things. And gosh, if one one city or one company is like, man, I'd rather live there than here, uh, that, and they moved here, that's that's a that's a pretty cool deal too. And that that could happen, and, and may has happened. But it's uh, it's a, it's a great city, and and obviously we're all proud of it. I know I am. Well, we're excited for that. Uh, the next announcement for when, you know, we, we start announcing the next round of majors and when Southern Hills is going to host. So, Hey guys, we got to get in a break real quick. When we come back, we'll talk more golf with director of golf at Southern Hills country club, Carrie Cosby. That's coming up after this on the red dirt golf hour, one Oh seven, seven, the franchise. Welcome back inside the red dirt golf hour, Jared Gallagher, TJ Eckert and Spencer Drury alongside our good friend and director of golf at Southern Hills 
Country Club, Carrie Cosby, who has been the director of golf there for, oh, going on six or seven years now. And it's been a pretty eventful six or seven years. I know Carrie in uh, 2016 named PGA Professional of the Year. That that's something that your father, Jerry, was able to um, achieve back in 1985. The only father-son duo to do that. And in fact, I looked this up, just the third time ever a PGA professional from the state of Oklahoma has won that award, um, joining Ernie Vossler at Quail Creek way back in 1967. That's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> right. right. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I'm actually starting my ninth year here. So time flies. Wow. Yeah. So this is my ninth season coming up. Just just started. So um, yeah, it it flies by. That's for sure. But you know, I, losing my dad uh, two and a half years ago uh, or so, uh, to look back and and to be able to share that with him, really, you know, neat um, neat experience. And uh, you know, it's one of those things you kind of remember where you get the phone call and and to uh, pick up the phone and call him. Uh, with that news uh, was was pretty special, and then the the uh, it just turns out the uh, that year was a hundred year anniversary of the PGA of America. So they had the annual meeting and the and the award ceremony in New York City, where it was founded in 1916. So my brothers cool. and their fam- their their wives, so the, a, a number of members uh, were able to attend, and uh, Nick was as well. But having my dad there, and and you know, not knowing, of course. Um, you know, a few short years later that, that uh, he wouldn't be with us. Really, really cool, you know, experience. And, and, um, uh, you know, it's kind of like any other award though. There's a, there's a whole bunch of people <laughs> around you that, right. that make you, make you look better than you are. And, and, uh, I'm thankful we've had some just incredible crews between here and, uh, and Wichita country club where I worked previously that, um, that, uh, it was, it was certainly a nice, nice honor. We'll keep it kind of in the family here, cause because I know these past couple of years have been special for you getting the host major championship at your golf course, but you've gotten to do it with your son Banks right alongside yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. talk a little bit about you know him caddying for you in the senior, and then I know right. he was pretty pretty well involved during the PGA as well. I saw him out there pretty much every single hour of the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, not, I'm not sure if we were good parents or bad parents, but uh, he he did not go to school that week uh, of the PGA <laughs> championship and. And I figured he'd learn more uh, that week. the 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 invitation to play in the senior PGA was was really special. In fact, uh, I mentioned my dad would. The, my dad passed away about uh, you know less than two days after Buddy Phillips passed away, mm-hmm. and um, the senior uh, PGA qualifier, you know, the steps you know, the section uh, championship, and then you go to the national. Club Pro Championship and the, those top 35 of the senior qualified for the for the senior PGA. The, my dad passed away the night before the qualifying was supposed to be played here in Tulsa, and and, Tra- and Buddy passed away like on Friday evening. And so neither one of us ended up playing, and and I was fortunate enough to get a, a special exemption uh, or invitation uh, to play, which was which was certainly nice. And then to have Banks on the bag. Um, especially in, you know, in light of, in light of all that, to have my son uh, carrying the bag, it was great. And, and the, the time together, you know, that week prior to go out and play nine holes, kind of get him used to caddying. And I'd caddied for him a bunch in U.S. kids events, <laughs> some other events he'd never caddied for me. So it, it was a special week and I, I'll, I'll share this uh, with you guys. So on great week, we played practice rounds with, with Rocco media. In fact, he was going to go to school Monday of, of the championship and we ran into Rocco and his caddy, um, who was a character himself, 
like on the mm-hmm. little putting green next to the first tee. And they basically said, I, you want to go with us tomorrow? We're going to go tomorrow morning, first sun up. And I said, well, he's got to go to school. Like, he doesn't need to go to school. He'll learn a lot more with us. So he's, so anyway, he called, he called mom and she's like, yeah, you can do that. So he, he, again, he was going to go to school on that Monday and, and, uh, end up caddying and, and, uh, the language that came out of the two of those guys, by the time we got <laughs> the first green, I thought, man, I'm going to be in trouble with this one. But, um, so we had, you know, we had great practice round, uh, pairings with, with, uh, some of the guys and then, um, play Thursday and, and Friday because of the weather delay on Thursday. I, I didn't see off till late on Friday. So I finished really at dark. They were, they were, everybody was rushing trying to finish. We'd have to come back out the next morning. And so my, my family was in town, my brothers and their, their wives and kids. And my mom was here from Bartlesville, uh, my wife's parents. And, and we, um, we get, um, up in sundown, right. We're taking some pictures up by the, up by the, by the, uh, clock tower, the first tee and all that. And everybody's going to our house to have some pizza uh, and when we get done. And so I was parked I'm up by the pool and I was going to run the locker room. I said, hey, bud, I'll meet you up at the car and I'm going to go change shoes. I'll meet you there. So I get up to the car and he's he's just sitting on the back of the tailgate of, of my car with the clubs not in the car yet. It's very unusual. Most kids are going to be in the front seat, right? Already on their phone and ready to go. Yeah, ready to go and doing whatever. And I said, hey, man, what are you doing? And it's, now it's dark, right? And he's, he doesn't say anything. And he, he gets up and, and uh, he, he's, um, um, he's, he's pretty emotional about it. And he said, Dad, that was, that was like the funnest week ever. And I don't want it to end. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it, it killed me as a dad. And, and just it was really, really special uh, to share that with him. I mean, I, you don't know. I mean, I'll be special as a dad. But, you know, the kid's like, hey, this is just kind of fun right mm-hmm. and uh and so he just said that was the most fun i've ever had and, and i didn't i don't want it to end mm-hmm. and um so it was it was a really neat neat week uh for us as a family and then um yeah he he got to know everybody at the pj championship it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, i think in the spectrum of popularity it was like tiger and then banks cosby right one a and one yeah, B yeah, right there yeah. well he got you know he got like a uh a hug from Tiger and, and you know, <laughs> rubbed him on the head. All, all the Banks and buddies are hanging over the bike fence looking for autographs. And he's over there giving him a hard time about Banks' long hair and, <laughs> and everything else. And, and uh, of course, we had, we'd caddy, or I caddy for Tiger and he caddy for his buddy, Rob. And, mm-hmm. um, and then it, we did the same thing with, uh, you know, the day that they filmed uh, JT and Speed out here for full swing, Rom was on the golf course that same day. And uh, a buddy, a club pro, where it's the, the, the past club pro at Silverleaf, where, where Ron plays out of, had called me and said, Hey, I want to connect you guys. I want, if you would, go around and kind of, I mean, what insight am I going to give John Rom or Tiger Woods, right? But, but they had just asked me to go. And I said, Sure, if they want me to, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. So once Speed and JT got teed off, I went out and caught him on like seven. So I walked seven uh, through 18 with, John Rahm is his caddy, uh, Adam and, and his agent and had a great time. Banks came out there like the, you know, like 16 or 15 or something like that and walked the rest of it. And they wanted to go have lunch and they go, Hey, we don't want to go to a chain. And I said, Hey, you want to probably run up to Queenie's, you know, Utica square. It's just four miles. Said, no, we want you to go with us. So, uh, I said, Hey, sure. That'd be, that'd be great. So we get, 
in the car in Vegas. He's like, Dad, I want to go meet JT and Spieth. I said, no, you want to go sit and have lunch with the U.S. Open champion is what you yeah. want to do. Yeah. And, he goes, <laughs> and he goes, I do? I go, yeah, trust me on this one. So, <laughs> so we sat on the patio at, at Queenie's, you know, mid-April and for an hour and a half. And, wow. and uh, he let Banks just ask him any question he wanted wow. uh, regarding, he was, he was awesome. And you guys have probably seen this in his interviews. He's very thoughtful mm-hmm. um, on, on how he, how he does things, goes about things and how he looks at his worldview. He's a really neat guy. And, and then um, one of our members had the inside the ropes at arm links deal on right. Thursday and Friday. And he invited Banks on Friday morning to go with Ron Morikawa at Shuffler. So I drive, yeah. So I dropped Banks off on 10 fairway to catch up with him and I leave. Right. And then the member texts me, he's like, Oh my gosh, thanks. You and I can believe this. And so they, they walk off 10 and, and you guys know how tight 10 green and 11 TR. Sure. So the ropes are right there. So they're, you know, they're basically standing on the tee and Adam Rom's caddy walks up and goes, Hey, Banksy and fist bumps him. <laughs> and the, the two members are like, you kidding me? And, uh, <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, um, and he grabs a couple of waters and he, and he flips it back on there and he goes, you know, when I come back, I want to come back in banks and everybody's <laughs> laughing and doing this whole nine yards. And so, yeah, he, he walked, I tell you, it's funny on the whole Twitter deal, but like Patrick Reed was awesome while he was here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, he was terrific. He was here for two days in April, uh, obviously before tiger, because that's when, you know, the whole, uh, but it wouldn't be nice if everybody got this kind of treatment and, and stuff like that. But right. Hey, I, hey, I'm not going to offer a caddy for just anybody, right? I'm, right. You know, <laughs> right. Come on. <laughs> so, dude, I got other things to do. I'm not going to be caddy for you. I'll caddy. I'll caddy. I'm just kidding. I'd say that too. But but uh, but the go to ask, I'm going to you know I'm going to I'm going to caddy for him right. for sure. Absolutely. Uh, could walk for about three days, but I'm you know, I'm happy. <laughs> but the uh, uh, he was he was terrific, and and I, I tell you, he uh, we talked on Monday. And he's like, Hey, we cool. I said, yeah, good. And he said, where's banks. And I said, he's around here somewhere. And he's like, I'll text him. And it, he invited banks and banks walked nine holes with him Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right down the middle of fairway. Uh, and he had also taught, like showed him how he charts a green, what he's looking for in practice rounds. Mm. They, they had a chipping contest for 45 minutes uh, on number nine Wow! in mid April. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't out there, but all the guys in the grill were like, is that Banks out there with Patrick Reed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I mean, he he. Had, it, so you know, I had a blast. I, I the, the the tournament week, championship week was was really 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 cool. Obviously, right. The week before, from what I do, was really fun. And seeing you know inside the ropes, it was dialed. It was perfect. Russ and his team had it just uh, just. You couldn't have been any better. Um, but watching the 2000 people outside the ropes put every, all the final things that have to come together right at the last minute, like any other major project, you know, getting the beers in the fridge to get cooled and all that stuff, uh, whatever it was to watch all that happen in that last week. Uh, and also see the intensity when Kerry Haig popped in the property on that Tuesday of pre-week, uh, things, things picked up. And it was really neat to be just a, a bystander kind of watching all that happen. And, and uh, uh, thank, thankful for it. But it, both weeks were really, really cool in just different ways. But, yeah, the, to uh, bank, Banks, uh, Stuart Sink, when he left, he's like, hey, uh, tell Banks I missed him, but uh, I'll see him next time. He's like the mascot, isn't he? And I said, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, 
He was a little bit everywhere. It was a, he was emotional letdown when he got done with that. It took him about three or four days to charge back <laughs> I don't up. Doubt it. <laughs> hey, Gary, before we get into uh, kind of our final segment, segment which we're calling the last loop, uh, <clears throat> you mentioned catting for Tiger. Tell me a little right. about it. How, does Tiger call you up seven days before and say, hey, is the 830 booked? Can I get that? Um, or, or does he, uh, you know, so, uh, one of the PGA guys called and just said, and it wasn't unusual, obviously for him to call just because of when it, you know, we were, we were closing in on the championship, but he just said, Hey, I need you to run point on something. I need you to keep it under wraps. I said, done. What do you got? He said, cat's coming and, uh, wants to play on this Thursday. Is that okay? And I was like, are you asking me if it's okay? <laughs> Oh big cat comes in. I was like, so it is kind of like, hey, can he play at eight thirty? And I was like, uh, yeah, he can play whenever he wants to play if he wants. And um, uh, he goes, I'm going to connect you with Rob McNamara, his his kind of right hand guy. And and Carnes obviously knows. And then I went straight to Nick and said, hey, just we need you know I need to be on the same page here. Obviously, you know, he asked me to do this, but uh, I, obviously I do everything with Nick. And and so uh, we kept it under wraps. Didn't tell anybody, and obviously, and then when his tail number goes in the air, everybody in the world knows he's coming, right? So it's like, could we <laughs> right. off, we offered to like, hey, do you want us to pick you up and sneak you through Timberland Gate or whatever? He said, no, once we're in the air, they'll know we're coming. And uh, uh, so that's just kind of the world they have to they have to live in. And I said, what can I do for you guys? He said, we've seen a couple caddies. I'm going to play with him. Um, and that, that's really all they asked for. And his uh, now ex-girlfriend was with him. And so we got her a, a place to have lunch in town. Nobody knew who she was. So, you know, she just kind of went in there by herself. But we had her kind of taken care of. And then the CFO of uh, Tiger Ventures was with him. And he just walked uh, along. But, uh, and I said, hey, if you don't mind, I'll, I'd love to caddy. He said he would love that just so you could kind of tell him the changes that have been made since those seven. And then I said, I've got a kid that loves to play golf. I'm not going to tell him, um, but he caddied for you. He goes, yeah, two seconds. That'd be great. Uh, Tiger's got a kid, same age, you know, it'd be neat. And uh, so I didn't tell anybody, including my wife, until the night before. And I didn't tell her because I knew that she wouldn't be able to sleep. She'd be so excited about it because she's a huge Tiger fan. And... Um, so I thought she was mad, like I kept something from her or whatever. And then like the, like the next morning, she's like, yeah, I, I'm glad you didn't tell me. I could sleep a wink on on, uh, uh, on that. So, and it just by as, as uh, fate would have it, Banks was on a um, team Oklahoma for the PGA Junior League uh, the previous year, and they had gone to the national finals uh, in Grey, at Greyhawk in Scottsdale. And really great, some Tulsa kids, some Oklahoma City kids. They had a really good team. They won the they won the stroke play piece, and then lost in the semifinals to the to Utah, who won it. Anyway, so the PGA is going to film a promo of for PGA Junior League with Cameron Young. Is who who? So they fly Cameron Young in here, and they have Team Oklahoma that's going to go do this. Um, this promo piece and what they're going to do, this is all the same day that Tiger's coming. Nobody knows he's coming. PJ junior league, people don't know he's coming. And what they're going to do is they're going to take the kids on the golf course and they're going to film some of the shots that Tiger hit, like, like the putt on eight where he twisted his knee, have all the kids trying to make that same putt. And, <laughs> uh, and so 
they don't know that he's doing this. And so it's raining that morning. So they had to film inside. So in the golf, in the golf performance center, and they've got Cameron Young in there. And he's great. Of course, Cameron Young now is, you know, a sensation, a shooting star. Uh, his dad was with him. His dad was at the time was the pro at uh, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, and so he's a PJ members kid. And that, that's who they had come in. And so when they had a little break, I pulled Banks in the office and I said, hey, have you checked your phone? He goes, no. And I go, he goes, I showed him the Tiger tracker type deal. And he's like, is Tiger coming here today? I go, yeah. And he goes, do I get to meet him? I said, oh, yeah, you get to meet him. <laughs> so I said, and, and here's what we're doing. And he like fell on the ground. Like, are you kidding me? And so. So anyway, he came in and we, we, we went in. I said, I don't know if we're going to, if he'll talk a lot or he'll say nothing, but at the very least we get to watch the best who's ever done it for 18 holes. So let's just concentrate like it's our own round and, and have some fun seat. with it and front row seat. And, um, and he couldn't have been any nicer. Rob was awesome. Chris was awesome. Um, we, I, I took, I, I never took my phone out of my pocket. I had um, 400 and, 55 texts <laughs> when I got off of the, uh, from, from one to 18. So, uh, Incredible. because of, you know, a golf channel and everything that's going on. So if I didn't answer somebody, that's, that's why, cause I couldn't answer 455 of them, but the, um, you know, we're walking down the second fairway and the news helicopters up there. <laughs> I said, thanks. You look up there and he goes, I guess, is that because of Tiger? I go, it ain't because of you and me. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, wow. And I said, yeah. And then we walk down like six and there's like uh, people hanging in the trees. Like we're walking down there and somebody yells, we love you, Tiger. And Tiger is, is somebody in the bushes over there? I said, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh. But um, it was just, it was a, it was a special day. It's just as a, as a, as a, you know, total, you know, super fan of his and um to watch him up close do it and, and just i mean i can't tell you how i mean i had tour pros go how good is it i said, you haven't played him like no I, everybody said you got to see it you got to hear it i mean it's it's amazing like if he could just trans you know teleport from one shot to that he'd win right no question <laughs> yeah no question uh uh and, and those those guys always laugh and people go oh these, these young guys aren't scared of him they are they aren't until they are right sure. uh we it, just like you know in 86 masters there wouldn't anybody on thursday say that norman and Seve were scared of jack nicholas and then you watch how they played but on nicholas sunday <laughs> on charged on sunday all they looked in the rearview mirror and saw the golden bear back there waving at him right. <laughs> they all they all fell over and it's sure. the exact same thing, thing happened in 19 Tiger with back surgeries and all the other mm -hmm. stuff going on, all those guys crumbled and, and he put on a clinic. And, and so uh, he would win if he could do that. He, and he was just, he was awesome with Banks and uh, Banks actually played with Charlie in a tournament last fall. And so we got to spend Tiger caddied and I caddied. Um, and, you know, it's kind of surreal. You're out there shooting, you know, 15 feet away from each other, shooting yardage. You're like, I'm sitting out here with the Bushnell next to the, the big cat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And uh, uh, Banks teed off. It was pretty – it was fun. They, they called on Thursday and said, hey, Banks is in a twosome. He's really in a threesome. Here's what's going on. So I, he was on the putting green. I went over to him. I said, hey, told him what's going on. He's like, oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So we uh, – he had he, – he, Banks wears a whoop. And um, – I'm trying to play it cool so that he doesn't feed off me, right? To right. be nervous. Like, I just get up and just go play this tournament. 
And we went and talked to he and Charlie before the on the putting green just to get that over with. <laughs> so, because I'm trying to get Banks to qualify for this tournament, right? So I'm trying to help him. And um, a lot of people show up on the first tee, and Banks tees off last. And he walks over and hands me the driver. He goes, I can't feel my arms. <laughs> so, yeah. And so uh, we get, we get, we get to the, uh, and he killed, he had, like killed the drive. And I said, well, you did a good job of, of faking it there. Cause uh, he, 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 he birdied the first hole and then like the third hole where we're shooting the yardage right there. I'm kind of, it's, I'm thinking about it and I give Banks the yardage. We walk over behind the, cause I, the boys had the clubs on the carts and the boys walked and the dads drove the carts and he, and he's like, Dad, this is so fun. I go, yeah, this is pretty cool, dude. <laughs> so, it was, so we got a full day there, and and wow. um, he said some nice things to Banks, and and uh, it was it was it was really neat. So, um, you know, um, looking so, back on just almost this kind of surreal. So, Kerry Cosby and Tiger Woods are now best friends. And, no, uh, no, and fellow no, caddies no, no. for their sons. <laughs> that's yeah, we're caddy, right? This. That's yeah. That's that. Yeah, we're both right-handed. That's about the only correlation. We caddy <laughs> for, for our kids, and we both play right-handed. That's that's about it. So. Well, Gary, um, this has been this yeah. has been so awesome. We appreciate it so much. Well, I <laughs> want, want to get you out of here real quick, but we do have yeah. um, our final segment. It's called the Last Loop, and we're gonna do it, it abbreviated today so we can get you out of here. But I do have two quick questions for you. Okay. Um, our first one is: um, Who was your Oklahoma Mount Rushmore of golf? Who's your dream foursome, and where? Which Oklahoma golf course are you playing? Well, dream foursome. I'm gonna. Um... Well, shoot, I'm just going to keep it in the family. I'm going to say my brothers, my dad, I'm going to add Banks in there too. We're going to be five of us. We're going to play there five. We go. There yeah. we go. And, and are you going to play that at Southern? Or are you going to play that at Hillcrest? Where Where would you play that? Uh, man, it be tough not to play Hillcrest in that group. Um, uh, you know, obviously I, I, I adore both places. There's some other places, you know, that I love. But I, I'd say we're going to play the uh, the back nine at Southern first, and we're going to go play the back nine at Hillcrest second, and then we'll Oof. go have dinner at dinner at uh, on the patio at my my parents' house. There you go. Man, that's hard to beat right there. That's cool. <laughs> right. And finally, Kerry Cosby, you have to switch places for a day with someone of the same name as you. Okay, do you choose three-time major champion and three-time Ryder Cup winner Kerry Middlecoff? Yeah. Hollywood leading man and Golden Age debonair Kerry Grant. Or American baseball broadcaster Harry Carey. <laughs> uh, I, my mom, I was named after Carey Grant. Huh. Uh, my mom was—that's uh, where the name came from. Big fan, huh? Uh, I, she was. <laughs> she was. Yeah, so, <laughs> as uh, most were. She was. Yeah, as most were. So it'd be tough not to do that. But man, the, you know, U.S. Open winner and and um, Ryder Cupper from a golf standpoint. Uh, I, you know, I'm probably outside with mom say Kerry Grant, but, but Kerry Middlecoff on the golf, I think would be probably have more fun if I said Harry Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm surprised, uh, yeah. you know, you being a baseball guy. Baseball, no, I know. I'm, it starts season starts tomorrow. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> take me out to the ball game, uh, hanging out of the window at Wrigley. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Sw <laughs> dropping Budweiser all over the, you know, the cubby faithful down there would be. That'd oh, be pretty man. fun too. Uh, yeah. No responsibilities. I love it. I love <laughs> that, it. That, man, man, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to make mom mad, but I'm, and I'm not going to do dad on the golf. So I'm going to say, I'll, I'll change my answer to Harry Carey. 
Seeing uh, take me out to the ball game with about uh, fifty-seven Budweisers. There you go. Final answer. I love it, <laughs> Carrie. Thanks so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Carrie Cosby, director of golf at Southern Hills Country Club. That'll do it for this episode of the Red Dirt Golf Hour. We'll be back next week with more from all around the state of Oklahoma in the beautiful game of golf. Until then, good night. We'll see you next week.